Hey there, and welcome to season three, episode six of the Empowered Agency Podcast. I'm your host, Kate All, and I've grown my agency over the last eight years to serve hundreds of clients and a team of over 40. I know what it's like to straddle both product and agency side, as well as navigate the the needs of an ever-growing team. So in this podcast, I like to share my story as well as the stories of students who have gone through my coaching program. My goal is to help you multiply yourself and grow your agency so that you can reach your goals, both personal and professional. I believe there's an agency out there for everyone as they come in all different shapes and sizes. Yours can be unique and successful, just like you. So in this podcast, we're going to be talking about all the stuff that no one talks about as it pertains to running an agency. And the topic for this episode is burnout. It is real as an agency owner. Running your business is hard. And when clients depend on you for the deliverables, plus you're the marketing person and the visionary and the team member, it is so much to straddle at all times. And oftentimes you can feel like just giving up. So I want to share a little bit about my story and my struggle with burnout, as well as a few tips for you to navigate that whole crazy world of what it looks like when you are exhausted. Okay, burnout. I would define burnout as lacking creativity, lacking desire, lacking the drive to work, lacking the care about work, and just generally exhausted. That you have zero energy to give to work, you are cranky, you are hard to work with, and you're generally resentful of your business. And it's something that when you think about it, some people experience feelings of anxiety, sleeplessness, irritability, all of these different things that can be signs of you just being burned out in your business. So for me, I have had probably two different points of burnout. I would say one was directly related to the business, but one was directly related to what was happening in my family. So I would say the first five years in business, I was really being driven by the fun, the creativity, the challenge, the pure joy in building a business. And one of the things I have said in the past is that building a business is a little bit like being a parent. It highlights your greatest gift, and it also highlights your greatest weaknesses. And if you are on this journey of business growth, agency growth alone, maybe without a coach, you don't really have someone to ask you those hard questions, to hold up a mirror to say, do you really want to do this? Is this really what you want to pursue? Is this really important to you? Or to really cheerlead you like, yes, go for it. In the first five years of my business, I had a coach. I had just a very short season of time without one. And that helped really prevent me from experiencing moments of burnout when I had really hard things during that first five years in my business, like really deep grief and pain personally. And even though those things were going on, the business wasn't exhausting to me. Well, it wasn't until the summer of 2020, August of 2020, I had experienced just a complete realization in my business that not only were people in the wrong seat, but I was allowing things to happen within my business because I was so concerned about making sure that everybody was good with me. And I came face to face with a really real 
I don't know if you'll call it flaw in the design of how I'm wired, but just this piece of me that I didn't love, right? So August of 2020 came and I remember going on a walk thinking, this is so hard. I don't love this anymore. What would it really look like for me to step away from this and to get just a regular job? Because what I'm experiencing right now is so painful. It's causing me to lose sleep. It's causing me to be irritable. I'm getting a bunch of acne and I'm breaking out. And I don't feel good about myself. Also, we're in the middle of 2020. You know, not really the middle, but I guess it was like six months in and you realized, wow, it wasn't really two weeks to flatten the curve. It's going to be a lot longer. And so a lot of that was playing into it. And... I wanted to give up. I really thought maybe this is how Simple Pin is going to end with me just throwing in the towel. And I took a weekend away. I went away by myself and I have done this in the past uh, two or three times. Once I went with a friend, so it technically wasn't by myself, but it was a working weekend and we were fairly, she works in corporate. So it was fairly quiet. And then another weekend, I've gone to the beach by myself. And then this particular weekend, I went out to a lodge here along the river and I read books and I went on hikes and I spent time alone. And I got clear with my thoughts as to what was going on, what were the root symptoms of why I was burning out. And I had this epiphany of what I wanted to do going forward. During that weekend, I also read the book Rocket Fuel. I didn't read. I listened to it. So I want to clarify that. Um, I listened to the book and I realized who my integrator was. And that was a huge missing piece for me. So I got clarity. I got vision. But I still knew I had to make hard decisions. And I think what happened in that moment was I realized my business doesn't just serve me. My business serves the women who work for it. My business serves the clients who are served by the women who are doing the work. And for me, just to step out meant that all of these other things were going to have to fall, which there are probably times when that is a good decision, but you need to wrestle with that. And that's what I was wrestling with is if I step out and if I make way for this burnout, right, to, to just really take me out, essentially. That means I'm taking 30 other women down with me. And is that something I want to do? I'm not saying that if you're, if you're in my shoes and you're asking that question, that might be yes for you. You might be like, yeah, I think it is be- we are better served if this company does not exist. But in my case, I was better served if the company did exist. And I made some really hard choices. And... I let some people go, or rather they decided to go, which is great. It was good. And I began to change the whole structure of my team, and we put in a whole new operating system that allowed me to truly function in my gift, in my role, right? And that, for me, going away was the number one way to really deal with burnout in that time. Now, another thing that has come up for me is just simply burnout due to doing too much. So I realized this last year that August is a very hard month for me. Our family has been through more traumatic events in June and July than I 
I can't even, I can, well, it's probably 15 or 16 events, like very significant um, traumatic events to our family. And last year, my son was diagnosed with Miss C, which is a post-COVID syndrome that comes up in kids, especially those who had asymptomatic versions of um, that first round of the variant. And we were hospitalized for, I mean, we were going in and out of the hospital for a week, but we ended up being hospitalized for five days. And it, um, it took me out in August, basically, because I had been trying to hold up everything. And I think that's the other piece of burnout. If you are a woman and you are a mom and you're navigating life for your family, I'm also a primary breadwinner, right? So I not only make uh, most of the financial contribution to the family, but I also manage the entire family. I also manage my business and I manage this business. Plus, I also do things in my community and with my church community. So the demands of my time are pretty, pretty significant, right? And what I do is when I get exhausted, which just doesn't even make sense, but I go into hyper management because if I feel like my world is spinning out of control, I go to lists, I go to demands, I go to action items, and I'm just like, these are all the things that people need to do to manage life. And so last year, I, in August, not August 22, but August 21, I basically fell apart. And I was like, I can't hold up the trauma of what I have gone through or the past trauma that we've gone through. There's a book, um, The Body Keeps Score, and the general premise is the mind forgets, but the body remembers. And I realized I needed counseling. I needed therapy. So I did two different forms. I did Enneagram coaching. I didn't, I said that kind of fast, but Enneagram coaching. I'm an Enneagram three. And I wanted somebody who understood how I was wired. I was not going to take a lot of recommendations from somebody who said, I really need you to be quiet, Kate, for like an hour. That makes me want to put little pins in my eyeballs. I just can't do it. I'm not wired that way. So I needed somebody who could speak to me, knowing I'm an Enneagram 3, knowing I'm an achiever, knowing I'm very disciplined, also knowing I'm very structured. And I think I'm also realizing that more and more about myself is I am so systematic in a lot of the things that I do. And those systems, when they break, just send me into a tailspin. And they're not like I'm OCD or type A or anything like that. It's just, this is how I budget. This is how I meal plan. This is how I work out. These are the things that I do to remain consistent because habitual action is so important to me. It's how I, th I thrive, right? So I needed someone to understand me. And she did. So I started with that. And then I also started with a local in-person uh, counselor. My husband went with me and we went for like six weeks. And at the end of the six weeks, I was like, okay, that is fantastic. I've learned some great things. I'm done. That's just how I work. But I think that illustrates that if you are in that spot where your personal life is having a really tough time and maybe your business is going well, it's doing pretty good, but your personal life has fallen apart. Get counseling or therapy. I cannot stress that enough. I know it feels 
If you've never done it before, it can feel really nerve wracking and really strange. And it might take you a couple of times to find a really great therapist. But I think of it like this. I think of this with a coach too, is that somebody else has an outside perspective to speak into your life or business that's not emotionally connected to it. That's it. And this person that you hire, whether it's a coach or a therapist, has the educational background to give you that perspective and strategies that you didn't know existed. So I'm not smart enough to think of all the emotional strategies that I can implement in my life. So I hire a therapist to say, how can I really navigate this? And they're like, well, you need to look at this and look at this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I never thought of that. Right? In the fall last year, I did that and I realized it. And then when I came to August this year, I realized, oh, this is the time I burn out. So my husband and I recognized at the beginning of August because our very first statement the first day of August was, we hate August. And also, let me clarify this. Living in the Pacific Northwest, August feels like a very, very long month. Our kids don't go back to school until after Labor Day. Everything is very dry. We tend to get fires in the West, which means that our smoke, our air quality can be pretty bad. It wasn't as bad this year, but it is bad now in September, um, which means we can't go outside. Everything is dead looking. Our grass is burnt to a crisp because nobody waters their lawn here. And it just feels like everything is dry and just depleted. And so that adds to that feeling in August. So I realized I probably shouldn't. I should not go hard in August, which is why I made a decision this year, which felt pretty tough for me to make. Actually, I was going to run round two of my Pinterest agency coaching program in August. And I made the decision not to. And I am moving towards a live paid masterclass option instead because I realize I get a lot more energy that way. But I also realized like August is not the time for me to bring the energy to people. If people want um, to learn what I have learned and I want to pass on wisdom to them, I want them to receive it with joy and to receive it with excitement and energy that I know I have for a particular topic. So why would I lean into launching something with a lack of energy? Uh, and you don't want that for your business. You want me to give 110% to you because that's why you would pay me for that program, right? And I tend to have that in the winter, but I didn't have it in August. So I made the decision not to do it. Did that mean less revenue? Absolutely. That meant I was making an active choice to not bring money into my business. Granted, it's my second business, so I had a little bit more luxury there. But I say all that is that sometimes you need to choose not to do something because you can't give as much as you need to. So that's a little bit of my history with burnout. And here are three things that I do to reset. One, I am very clear on when I can move faster and when I can move slower. Maybe you've heard that phrase, like you can only move as fast as the slowest person on your team or in your family. If you are a mom at home with a baby, you're only moving as fast as that baby, right? So don't expect to crush it like somebody who has big kids, my kids are 13, 15, 17, right? I can go a lot faster. If you have somebody on your team who's not in the right seat, that's going to make you move really slow too. 
And you got to figure out that person getting into a better seat so that you can move faster. So you make notes of when you can move faster and when you can move slower and you adjust for that. Don't try to do like me in August. I'm not going to try to move faster in August. In fact, next August, I'm going to figure out a way to take a week off because I just know August is a very difficult time for me. Number two, make space in your calendar to brain dump. I have done this before where I put out three blank sheets of paper in front of me. I'm a big fan of college rule notebooks. I don't buy planners. I buy 10. They're not 10 cents anymore. Thank you, inflation. They're 25 during school supply season. But I buy college rule spiral bound notebooks. I put all three of them in front of me and I label home, business, and spiritual because I, there's a spiritual component to my life. And so I want to brain dump all my thoughts that apply to those three buckets. If I have been meaning to make a dentist appointment for somebody for 17 months, it's not really that long, but I put that on the home thing because these things are in my head taking up mental space. So I know, I know right now I need to get my daughter's wisdom teeth pulled. That's been on my list for six months. I'm still going to put it down there. So I'm going to literally take an hour and I'm going to brain dump everything on these lists that are in my brain. I don't care if you can do them. I don't care if they just put them down there, right? Just get them out of your brain. And after that, if there's anything else that doesn't fit into those three buckets, free write. So just write down all your thoughts, get them out. Nobody's ever going to read them. I don't care if you can actually read them with your handwriting, but just get them out. And I guarantee after you do that, you will come up for air. Now, the business one, do not think of that as your to-do list. I mean, you can think of it as your to-do list, but don't write everything down and walk away and think, I have to get all this done. Nope, we just got the thoughts out. That's it. And number three, put hard stops in your calendar. Maybe for you, that could be there's no work on Saturday or you do a weekend away per quarter. Whatever it is, put it on your calendar because your calendar will crowd it out before you do that. And I did not put my weekend away this year on my calendar in August. And you know what? I never took one. There's probably plenty of opportunity for me to do it, but I didn't put it on my calendar. And that, as a result, was a missed opportunity for me to invest in my brain, I feel like, like my mental health, my spiritual health, like my business health. So find something that will work for you, whether it's I have gone to local hotels and I just sit in the lobby and oftentimes they have restaurants there or they have coffee shops and they have really comfy chairs I will go do that and I'll put my headphones in and I'll give myself three to four hours. That's another thing that I do. So just put the space in there so that you can think. I really believe that these are solid ways to avoid burnout. And I'd add a fourth one, which is go see a therapist or a counselor if you feel like you need that. But really evaluating like, what do you want for this business long term? And why did you create it? And getting back to the roots of the day you started your LLC, the day you opened your business bank account, like you had an excitement, you had a vision, or maybe the first client that you worked with, you were so excited to work with them that you were willing to do all the things. Go back to that, remember that and say, 
how can I restore that on some level? I mean, it's like, you know, when you're married, you can't go back to like when you were first in love. It just never happens again. But it gets deeper and richer and more amazing the longer you're with someone, right? So think about that with your business. What's the way you can go the distance? I would love to hear your stories about what things have helped you overcome burnout. I will say lately for me, I'm not really on social media all that much on my Instagram account. And part of that was because I had to put gates around the burnout piece. But you know where I am? I am in my email. I do love to send out weekly emails to you all. I am in those places. And right now I'm contributing with my community, um, my agency masters. I, I'm there in Slack. But I would say, email me. I'm, I'm always reading them. That's the one thing that I am in. And so... Sure, you can message me on Instagram, but I just don't have a lot to give to it. And it doesn't get a lot of my energy, but um, email does right now. So just being fully transparent about that. Also, I would love if you would rate and review the podcast or share it with a friend who is struggling with burnout. Like I obviously will never know if you've shared that, but that will be the highest compliment to me is that if you feel like these words can encourage somebody else, I would love to be in their ears encouraging them. So thanks so much for listening to the Empowered Agency Podcast. I am so excited to lead you in your business and help you become a legacy agency owner that can really go to the long haul and overcome burnout. 